Right, just a um, just a short episode. Uh, this one's going to be talking about um, why you should watch AEW. I don't usually sort of you know recommend shows or films and things like that, but um, if you were like me as a as a kid, you know loved like you know what used to be WWF and now it's WWE um, growing up and it had an impact on on your life and you just found it very entertaining then AEW is a um, yeah is perfect for you so if you don't know um, basically there's a a rival um, company uh, to WWE who have basically turn their product into a PG you know subscribe um, service and that's basically what they do so it's not so much on stories or good wrestling matches anymore I mean they do have some good stuff every now and then but it's it's you know when I was brought up in the sort of 90s and you had like, you know, your Attitude Eras, you, you know, you had your Mankind, your Stone Cold, your Shawn Michaels, you know, and, and yeah, everyone says, oh, wrestling's like fake and it's all choreographed. And it's like, well, yes, because if it wasn't choreographed, they'd break their own necks every single wrestling match. And the risks are there, you know, these people put their bodies on the line and it's entertainment and there's there's safer ways to make your money <laughs> you know than you know going round the uh, the country or when covid you know hopefully like you know eases off and people go around the world a bit more and things like that you know it's a tough life if you um listen to it any like podcasts or like blogs and things like that of these wrestlers and you know they're from city to city you know and have very little time for themselves so it is a commitment and it's a love of wrestling and this is why they do it you know and um and and this is why i've i got into um aw i think about about 12 months ago um and um, straight away, it just ticked a lot of boxes for me. You had these, um, you know, veterans um, of of basically WWE and things like that coming to um, AEW, and um, and also these great homegrown sort of. Um, wrestlers as well who you know been working through the indie circuit and then cut the teeth on um on AEW and um and honestly it is so much fun there's so many different aspects of it uh, but I'm just going to sort of um go through a few things which I think um is the reason why I you know I have got my love back into rest, watching wrestling again because you know sort of I, I think I stopped sort of about I think like 2000 early probably because I think it just got a bit bland after sort of like you know like 2003 2004 something like that 
you know, I sort of like, you know, grew out of it. It just, it it, it wasn't the same product as uh, as I used to love and enjoy. Um, so, so yeah. So with AEW, unlike WWE, it's not a PG thing. They do have families and things like that, but you know, there is there is um, swearing, you know, the S word and um, every now and then the F word. So, <laughs> so if you bring your kids to like some of these shows, just just be aware there there will be a little bit of bad language. But nowadays, flipping four year olds flipping swear more than me. So, you know. Um, and sometimes they, they do have blood matches and you know and what I love about it as well unlike Vince McMahon who seems to sort of like wrap the women wrestlers in like bubble wrap these are they're just let to do what they want to do and there's been some great street fights there's, you know there was a, a women's world championship fight in a cage match um, first women's cage match they've had in AEW and it was brilliant uh, but like I said there was a street fight where the uh, uh, the finishing uh, submission was uh, done with uh, with barbed wire on this uh, on this uh, wrestler's uh, arm <laughs> you know and it was honestly thumbtacks things chucked around and things like that and it's like yeah these these things like are try may not to harm people, but honestly, people put their bodies on the line. And honestly, it's I don't know how you don't watch like a pay per view of AWs or like one of the dynamites and not have fun. And um, and they seem to be sort of you know setting up feuds very well up to pay per views and and championship fights and stuff like that and they'll let things breathe like there's um, there's been a big um, long running feud with uh, <coughs> CM Punk and MJF and um, and Wardlow as well because he's been you know they were always going to turn in babyface but they've been working it for like last like three months and you know they've not been rushing it and it's just paying off so well and um, and it's just little things like that they um, they do so well I mean it was all leading to this um, dog collar match which was I'd say well I'd say in my top five uh, AEW matches it was brilliant um, so yeah so I think they've got like a good mix of really good young wrestlers um, I think some of my favourites at the moment I mean straight away I think one of my first matches I, I saw was a Derby Allen match and um, I think I think one of my early ones I think it was that uh, yeah I think after like a couple of months it was that um, Derby Allen um, coffin match um, with I think it was Anthony was it Anthony uh, or Ethan Page or something like that yeah I think it might have been Ethan Page um, and and literally that was brilliant and that was like you know it felt like uh, you know the old school sort of 90s wrestling and it just got me pumped and um, same thing one, one thing I like 
um, different from the um, WWE is they only do four pay-per-views. They do specials and things like that, but it's part of the Dynamite shows and stuff like that. So things don't get convoluted and they actually set up, you know, matches properly. You know, that's the only thing with WWE. I was, um, I, I don't follow it, but I, you know, check YouTube online, sort of catch-ups and sort of, you know, reviews of them every now and then. And, and like they said, sometimes there's like some of their old sort of um, temple pay-per-views and they just don't develop matches or rivalries until like a couple of days earlier. And it's like, and that's any problem. When you have so many events, it's like it degrades the quality of them. Um, so, so when there is a pay-per-view, on AEW, it it's you know it seems worth it, and um, and like I said, you know, um, I think prices are sort of fair as well, and and yeah, and and to say this is, I think it's like its third year, or more, um, and and like I said, it seems to go strength to strength. I mean, there is issues with it. I mean, I do think the main sort of things there. Their roster is very, very big, and and they've got very few, um, you know, recording time to show all the wrestlers, and some do get sort of ignored. Um, and also, I think one of their their weakest things is the dark and dark elevation. I've, they have been making changes, but they. What I think they should do, I think they should have their own um, titles uh, for Dark, and or so they can develop some of these younger ones. Because unfortunately, a lot of them are just like um, squash matches, just for um, you know, uh, just to, so these uh, you know wrestlers who sort of have working away up. Or you know, or these ones still get matches and stuff like that to to keep themselves fresh, and and that's fine. But it's like it it does seem to be an opportunity missed. But hopefully they can develop that. And the thing with AEW, um, Tony Khan, he's just brought um, Ring of Honor and on about turning that into sort of like a developmental system, which I think would be perfect because. I think they've got they have got too many wrestlers at the moment, and some are contracted. So, but it 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 seems to be a free flowing thing. So I think they can get things back on track when it comes to these sort of like you know um, promoting these up and coming talents and stuff like that. Because there is some good ones coming up, but there's uh, there's been like wrestlers who's got signed by them who just you know, disappear like there was a really interesting wrestler called Jake Atlas. Not heard a thing of him since. Um, you know, there's some some good um, female wrestlers. There's um, the Renegade Twins, which always um, are entertaining matches. Um, but they sort of, you know, on and off, usually in dark. They've had a, the odd sort of um, squash matches and stuff like that on like um, Dynamite, but. But yeah, 
So that's the only problems with those. But um, on sort of like homegrown talent, like I said, I I love Darby Allen. Um, one of my favourite heel um, tag teams got to be the acclaimed. If you haven't um, seen them, check them on YouTube. Especially Max Caster, he he does um, these raps and they are just brutal and hilarious. And um, and if you've got a lot of money, you can even um, get him to um, to to do a rap for you and uh, and insult you or your friends, and that's amazing. <laughs> but unfortunately, I can't afford that. Uh, but yeah. So so there's so much great homegrown talent. Like I said, you know, um, I mean, there's um, Team um, Top Flight, Dante Martin and his brother. I forget his name. I apologise. Um, Wheeler Utah, he's another great um, young wrestler who seems to have so much sort of skill, you know. And and this is what I like about it as well, that you've got these eye flyers, these smaller wrestlers and things like that, and then you've got these like big slabs of me, but they're not like. Um, WWE where they only put them in certain um, weight classes and things like that and and it gets boring so where with this you know you can have like you know trios tag teams or even singles and you know the little guy is going to eventually sort of get beat but but do they not make the matches entertaining oh yeah and that's the thing because also if you're a wrestler and you're a big guy. You don't want to just be wrestling big guys for your entire wrestling career. You want to mix it up. You want to sort of like work with different people. And you can see it's more of a collaboration, you know, with uh, working spots and things like that, you know. And uh, and yeah, it is entertainment. And, and yeah, um, but like I said, but you can see in the background that, all these people are, uh, are loving it because you know there's a lot of wrestlers who have been working the indies and and there was a couple who were close to um, to quitting because they just weren't getting you know a push or anybody like you know backing them you know saying this person needs to be the next champion or needs to be in this wrestling promotion and AEW's been great for them I mean one of my favourite female wrestlers well no she is my favourite female wrestler uh, been following her when she's been doing the dark matches all the way up and Thunder Rosa honestly she's like a, a gives no shit sort of you know takes no prisoners and she's just like you know got the attitude got the fire and, and honestly and She's got some great wrestling moves, and she's just a great person all over. And um, and like I said, and she was a, she was gonna um, give up. She was close to quitting because you know she had you know compared to some of the others, she's on this sort of you know older uh, mark. I think she's in her early thirties, I think. And um, and and that's the thing. And you know. And, and she just wasn't getting the, the acclaim and all the sort of, you know, acknowledgement of all these years of hard work and working a butt off and having to start her own promotion because they would, nobody would 
you know give female wrestlers much forget and um, and like I said and now she's the uh, women's world champion and and that's amazing you know to somebody who just thought why am I doing this um, I mean another one is Danhausen he's only just recently come on to um, AEW and he's not actually said anything yet on Mike but have, have I been enjoying every time he just pops up and curses people yeah is it stupid yeah is it funny as hell yes <laughs> and that's the thing you know you, you have got these more sort of comedic sort of moments you know and you need it you know it's like well, they're not like directing you know the next Oscar baited movie or out like that you know it's it's entertainment and and there's a reason why most of these compared to like WWE a lot of these uh, arenas get sold out is because everyone wants to go because of the vibe because of the you know excitement I mean there was just recently a Dynamite um, episode where there was basically it was it was an all and out brawl sort of like a um, um, well it's like a tornado um, no you know no holes uh, barred sort of thing and and like I said you had the Hardys you had Darby Allen and Sting on one team and it's like that is anybody who's grown up in like 90s early 2000s wrestling that's like a perf- that's like a booking <laughs> you know dream and it's like and honestly it's like you had had like Sting um, taking bumps jumping off things and then you had <laughs> Jeff Hardy who got you know kicked to the curve on WWE and he's and he's come back and honestly he he climbed this ladder to to on this sort of like balcony of this well on this sort of like ledge of this uh, on this sort of like um, window sort of you know ledge or something like that and he did a swan top <laughs> onto a concession stand which had tables and cardboard and stuff. And they should talk two people out. And it's like, yes, is it silly? You know, is it risky? You know, these people putting bullies online. But is it a hell of a lot of fun? Yeah, honestly. And and that's what I like about it, you know. And, you know, I think they've got the, a good amount of heels and baby faces. And same with the pay-per-views. They have a lot of really good surprises on pay-per-views. You know, they've had previous ones where they've um, bought out um, Ad Cole Danielson and um, recently, um, I've had a brain fart, William Regal, who is the perfect, um, the way that they're using him at the moment is perfect. Basically, um, John Moxley and Danielson basically were slapping the crap out of each other and he's got them now to work together as a tag team and they're going to basically make a stable I think they called some of that was it the Blackpool Fighters Club or something like that which is like amazing and uh, I'm, I'm basically uh, they're just gonna you know get these young and upcomers and just turn them to, and turn them to be um, you know brutal 
take no crap, take no prisoners, wrestlers. And it's like, that's amazing. <laughs> and William Regal, he's he's still an amazing Mike guy. He's he's still, you know, he's he's a perfect heel. He always has been. And um, and you know, and I think when you've got people like MJF, who's also perfect at being a diabolical son of a bitch, and even his parents hate him, and it's like honestly, and it's perfect. Um, you 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 check any interview um, MJF has, even when he does signings, and he's uh, and and he's in um, hill mode all time, and it's like perfect. The only thing you have to take things in context because there was a there was a clip where people like got like offended and it's like because there was a guy you know in a wheelchair um, and and basically MJF was mocking him, but the thing was is that him and his friend wanted that to happen. They literally you know said he would love the head a lot of it and he was smiling his bloody head off, you know, and it's like. But, but when people, yeah, some people like to take offence to things like that, but he knows the line and stuff like that, but, but honestly, he was in for it, and he's like, and honestly, he's, he's one of the best heels I've, I've seen ever, and, and that's saying a lot, and it's, um, yeah, and I, I, I think they've got a bit of everything, yeah, there's a few rough edges and there's things that need to improve, but, you know, compared to, like, WWE, who's, you know, that they are the the sort of young uh, I'm gonna say young books, but <laughs> there's only a tag team and them and they're very good as well. And you know, you've got great tag teams, you've got Jurassic Express, Lucha Brothers, you know, you've got and that's what I like about it as well, you know, it's like you you you've I like, you know, Mexican, Latina um champions and things like that, you know. Um, and and yeah, I think there's a, there's there's a lot of like I said, I I think you know there's there's also you know trans wrestlers and things like that, and and to be fair, it's like but they don't lie. You say oh this person's that. I mean we just found out one of the wrestlers um, is you know a trans wrestler, and it's like oh we didn't know. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like still like that person <laughs> before and after you know it's like it, it doesn't make make a difference but it's like it's nice they they are sort of you know giving these wrestlers a push and stuff like that um you know i mean there's there's ones which sort of like oh it's going to be like a jobber like sunny kiss and things like that which i do really like honestly um and um and yeah so it it does seems to be yeah there's it is a business and you know they are gonna have to get rid of some people or contracts are gonna expire things like that but they seem to be a lot more less evil uh, very nice very evil um so so yeah so honestly every single week i look forward to it because there's always some good storyline or this well, there's always one like ridiculous match where everybody just like goes full ball and does like a pay-per-view level match. Might not be every week or every two weeks, but there's always something which is like oh my or a spot 
like last week where Jeff Hardy did a swanton bomb. <laughs> For, you know, honestly. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, honestly, there's, um, yeah, there's blood matches, there's, well, I think they call them death matches, don't they? Um, but honestly, and and these people put their bodies on the line, but you can tell they're flipping, they're loving it. And, and, and that's the thing, you know, if you dislike wrestling and things like that, I understand that, it's not going to be for everybody, because it is entertaining, but... But don't say, oh, it's fake and they don't put their bodies on the line because they bloody do. And there's been people paralysed for life. You know, there's been people... I mean, there was a wrestler at uh, Lucha Brothers who basically... The same dislocated, but he looked like he broke his arm. And honestly, on live TV, because he just landed landed um, through a table just wrong. And it's like... And it happens, and, and just... Someone like that going through a table, going through a thingy. They're all putting their bodies on the line. I mean, there was this massive wrestler called Lance Archer. He was off for about four months because he did like a moonsault, which is basically like a backwards flip. And he just under-rotated and basically landed on his neck. And the only thing, people have been paralysed. I mean, there's been, uh, even in WWE, you know, there was a wrestler, Big E, who, uh, same thing, someone did a move and he landed straight on his neck and broke his neck. I mean, luckily he's um, he's got um, you know feeling you know he's got no sort of um, loss of um, feeling or movement in his legs, in his toes and in his fingers and things like that. So, but he's incredibly lucky, honestly. So it's like if you understand the risks and the reason why they do it, like I said, you know, these, these people aren't getting paid like 100 million or stuff like that, like like um, NFL is, and things like that. They, you know, a lot of them uh, never make it big and they just basically, you know, go around the country for whatever job and whatever contract they can get. And it's like, but there's that love of it, that's that passion, and, and that's what I... Yeah, makes me so excited about professional wrestling. Um, again, and like I said, and and yeah, there is that nostalgic, that sort of big kid thing. But everyone needs those moments. Yeah, everyone needs those big kid um, moments where you can just um, you know let go of all the you know day to day stuff which can get you down and things like that and just. Just watch like an hour or two of uh, of entertaining stuff, which uh, yeah, which some I mean every now and then there's like some moves or some spots where it's like oh my god I've never seen that before. Like there's a, another great young wrestler as well, Sammy Guevara, Guevara. I I apologise. Um, who before he um, left and I think he's going back to WWE, Cody Rhodes. Um, had a, a, a title match and it was a ladder there was a ladder match I think it was well there was ladders involved anyway and basically he there was two ladders and literally he climbed up and did a um, a cutter or a stunner um, 
in basically like you know several feet in the air <laughs> and, and landed it perfectly and I've never seen somebody do that you know I've never seen anybody sort of think oh that's a good idea because it's like it's insane that if it doesn't go right somebody's badly hurt and honestly and it was perfect and it's like and you just think um, how long that takes them to sort of you know cook up to make sure they're doing it right that the timing's perfect things like that and sometimes timings go wrong and things like that but it's like but when you've got so many bits and stuff like that in wrestling it's like it's understandable uh, but honestly it's like aw do more stuff which i've never seen before and and that's what i like because you know it's going to be different it's going to be exciting it's um, and like I said, when there's like moves and spots and stuff like that, I mean, Sting, Sting is 62 years old. He did a pay-per-view where he did a frog splash through about three tables on onto, I think it was Andrade. And honestly, it's like, he's 62. But the reason why he's doing it, because he's you can tell he's having so much fun. Yes, he's probably going to like suffer like two, three days after that. And... And God bless him, you know, I hope he does more because, you know, it's like, when that happens, it's like, he's 62 years old, it's stupid, but it's amazing. <laughs> and honestly, and I think we all need those big kid moments where you just watch somebody, it's just like, honestly, I've, I've had things where I've just stood up and just clapped or just gone, <gasps> it's like, oh my God. And it's like, yeah, and you need those, those things in life, that brevity. You know, life can't all be serious all the time. And honestly, if even if you don't like wrestling, you know, there, there's there's characters you can stick behind. Like I said, if you like heels and microphones, MJF, just check any of his stuff. If you like, you know, um, underdogs and sort of, you know, you've got like um, Ruby Soho, you know, Thunder Rosa on the women's side, you know, you've got your Darby Allens. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of like baby faces as well. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna have to go because I I need to. Uh, I've uh, missed Mother's Day, so I need to sort out some before I go to work. So anyway, all the best, and I will see you soon. Take care, and look after yourselves.